What's up, students? Welcome to With You, where we seek to grow deeper in our relationship with God together. Even though we're not with you, we're with you. We're your hosts, Phoebe and Tony. This week, we've been trekking through the beginning of the Sermon on the Mount, which is Matthew 5, 1 through 12, known as the Beatitudes. In our previous episode, Phoebe explained where this sermon was being preached, what the main point of the sermon was, and specifically what a Beatitude even is. And so now we want to make sure we walk away understanding what's the main point of this passage. So Tony, it seems like each verse starts with the word blessed, then says something difficult to do, and then has a positive ending. For example, in verse 10, we see blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Should the Beatitudes function like a checklist for us as Christians? I mean, Phoebe, that's a great question because imagine if we actually lived these things out. I think our world would look a lot more naturally beautiful if we did these things. But I don't think this passage is meant to be a checklist. Jesus is helping us to understand how the kingdom has an immediate impact on the world, and it actually makes it look different. Remember, Jesus' kingdom is really anywhere that he is ruling, so truly in the hearts of his people. And what he's saying in the Beatitudes is in this world, those who mourn, those who are meek, those who are merciful, they get walked all over because it really just looks like weakness. But in my kingdom, those people are blessed. Why is that? Why is he saying that? Well, truly it's because he's with them and not only with them, but that Jesus is for them. And that is the best possible situation that anyone can be in. God's economy does function quite differently from that what we experience here in this world. And many people even refer to God's kingdom as the upside down kingdom because of how much it stands in contrast to our world. Why can it be so hard for us as Christians and as people to understand that this really is the best for us? See, God's kingdom only seems unique and unachievable because of really the effect of sin on this world. Really, the world has not looked the way that it was intended to look ever since Genesis chapter 3 when uh, Adam and Eve first sinned. We are all well aware deep down in our hearts that this world is not the way that it should be. We all know that things are a little off, right? We know that people shouldn't be afraid to walk to their cars at night alone out of fear of being attacked or taken away. We know that children shouldn't have to go to bed without parents tonight. We know that that really people should not be uh, afraid of being arrested for something they didn't do and that we shouldn't be afraid of guilty people being let go, which all of those things happen. We shouldn't have to deal with natural disasters and war and how it has this uh, really devastating effect on communities. These things just are not right. I love Phoebe's story that she shared a few weeks ago about the Italian man longing to go home. I think it was such a great picture of how we should long to be in the kingdom of heaven because under Jesus, that is truly where we belong. That is our citizenship. That's uh, our true home. All because of Jesus' death and his resurrection, the kingdom is secure and guaranteed for all people found in Christ. We will be with God and we will be free from pain and free from suffering for all of eternity. It's going to be beautiful and it's going to be glorious. Kingdom work is 100% complete in Jesus. We believe this wholeheartedly that only Jesus could be the perfect example of these beatitudes on our behalf. But I also know that we aren't just sitting here twiddling our thumbs, wasting time. So what is our role in this kingdom work? Now we're really on to something here. 
If Jesus's only purpose was to go to the cross, then it begs the question, why didn't Jesus simply come to this earth as a fully grown man and go to the cross immediately? Instead, he comes as a baby who lives a full life and does a ton of ministry. And here's why. It happens to be our main point. Kingdom work is both complete and it's just getting started. It's what theologians refer to as inaugurated eschatology, the already and the not yet. Jesus's kingdom has been made secure through the cross. It's guaranteed for all Christians. But when we look around the world, we can truly see that it's the world looks just the same as it did when Jesus was around. Sin still has just as much of an impact or control on the world as it did before. And as Christians, it's our job to propel the kingdom further and further, inch by inch, slowly and surely, restoring it back to the way it was supposed to be. Isn't this why Jesus preached truth to people? Isn't this why Jesus was healing people who had deformities and were broken and all because of the effects of sin? Jesus was fighting back. When we survey the world, we see the billions and billions of ways how the Beatitudes just look countercultural. It doesn't, the kingdom of God doesn't look like the world. Our world doesn't look like the kingdom of God right now. And so we get to do the kingdom work of reflecting Jesus to this world and pushing the kingdom forward. And so HSM, we have much work to do and we're just getting started. The most beautiful thing is that even if we do fail, we have the opportunity to fall back onto the one who is successful for us. Join us tomorrow as we learn how to apply this passage to our lives today. Remember, let's be real before God and with one another as long as it's called today. It was great to be with you. Take care.